0: what is up waffle gang i do hope you are well my name is mark and today we're checking out some more uh slash my the butthole (laughs) if you'd like to skip the initial waffle timestamps are in the description and along a timeline below but if you are new here please consider hitting that like that subscribe and maybe that notification bell too now today's stories I've, i've been having a bit of a neighbors from hell withdrawal so i've been looking for some am i the arsehole neighbor story so some of them may be a bit older a bit vintage so apologies if you have heard them but i just needed to read these <laughs> so thank you so much and let's crack on with today's stories much love guys now this first story comes from a kimmy am i the arsehole for reporting my neighbors i've 26 female been living in the same apartment complex for about five years now in the five years i've lived here i haven't had any issues with any of my neighbors until recently a year ago a new couple moved in things started off rocky because they chose to move in at 12am on a weekday everyone in the apartment asked them to be quieter as they moved but throughout the week they were super loud more time passed and the noise didn't stop the guy stomps around and the woman is constantly slamming drawers and screaming they run laundry past 2am eventually i asked them to be quieter The apartment's quiet hours are from 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. I get laundry goes a little long, but 2 a.m.? I also asked them to be more courteous about their pets. It wasn't fair that neighbors had to listen to their dogs howl and a cat scream well past 1 a.m. The guy immediately became defensive and said they're animals and can't help it. He works early and has to have his uniform clean. He went on about how he was a veteran and needed his animals. I told him because they were so loud, I knew they were home from around 6pm. If they run the laundry around then, they could easily do two loads that would finish around 11. I told him I get pets help him, but could he train them to be better behaved? I also get up early, so having his pets act up and his laundry go past 12 was very disruptive. Suffice to say, we don't get along. Recently, there's been this loud sound, like an old engine or a generator. It starts around 11 and goes throughout the night. I slept in the living room for a while and figured it would stop soon. I was wrong. I went up to ask them about the sound, but the woman smirked and called her partner over. He told me he purchased an AC and would not be turning it off. I said that was fine, but maybe he could move it or place something under it to muffle it. He slammed the door in my face. So I reported it to the property manager. Apparently, this was the fifth complaint they had since moving in, and they were fined $500. Since then, they have made a point to tell me I have put them under insane financial strain. I feel bad, but I tried to talk to them. Should I feel bad? Am I the arsehole? And OP did make some edits saying one, it's definitely not just the AC, laundry and pets. There was a character restriction when I posted, but they've gotten complaints for leaving trash in the stairwell for weeks, not cleaning after their pets, hosting parties during the week for reason unknown to other residents, etc. I tried to post the complaints more related to the issue I filed the complaint on. Two, yes, there are daily living sounds, but this complex has certain mechanisms built in to mitigate this. An example is cabinetry. They have a springy thing that prevents them from being slammed and a little pad on the corners to muffle sound. For someone to slam the drawers hard enough for the sound to be audible despite these mechanisms is insane. Three, I guess also for reference, I lived in apartments most of my life. Having grown up overseas, it's quite common for families to live in high rises. I'm not sure if it's unique to certain cultures, but I feel like it's just common courtesy to adhere to certain rules, especially if more than one person has voiced concern. You know, you try to be courteous yourself in the situation. You approached them multiple times to discuss the noise level and could they do this, and you was met with and you was met with rudeness. So I don't blame you in this situation. And you know, maybe this five hundred dollars will teach them a lesson and they'll be a bit quieter in the future. Who knows? Unlikely, but you never know, I guess. And the fact that they've had previous complaints against them, what was it, five complaints against them already, just says that they're pissing a lot of people off. So absolutely not the arsehole. Let's check out some comments to see what they say. And we'll start with Tropical Diver saying not the arsehole. Yes, $500 will likely have a significant impact. Hopefully, it also has a significant impact on their noise level. You tried to speak with them, but they declined to engage with you. That was their choice. Essentially, let management company handle it. And they did just that. Finally, you didn't impose the fine. Nor did you know that was their fifth complaint. Nor was the complaint made in bad faith. An individual dismissal says, Not the arsehole, you're the fifth complaint. They've upset a lot of people. You shouldn't feel bad. With Riley Martin 100 saying, Not the arsehole, please complain five more times. Maybe they will miss the rent and get evicted. But seriously, it sounds like they have no respect for others. Kudos to management for doing something about it. And Diabolica666 says, not the arsehole, tell them to alleviate their insane financial strain by selling the AC for 500 bucks. And Jeep Naked says, not the arsehole, I'd file a complaint every time they pissed me off. And one more from Mrs. Malicious saying, not the arsehole, they chose to live in a multifamily dwelling. They have to respect the ordinances put in place. Everyone has the right to peaceful living. If this was their fifth warning, they have no one but themselves to blame. It's not your fault they are under financial stress. It's not your fault they are arsehats and choose to live somewhere where lots of people live. They have no respect for anyone. Report every negative interaction. You are in the clear. Now we we'll move on to the next story. Now our next story is from Sace. Am I the arsehole for stealing my neighbor's parking space? Long time follower but rather hoped I wouldn't have any issues to post here. For a bit of backstory, when I bought my apartment a few years back, I still owned a car and was looking at buildings that offered parking space. Mine does, and this spot is still mine, even though I've since sold the car. Loath driving spiked up my anxiety terribly. Those with no cars usually rent their parking spaces to other families in the building who own multiple vehicles. I considered doing that, but then my cross the hall neighbors asked to borrow my parking spot. As it turned out, their newly adopted toddler has mobility issues and his physical therapist visits every week. We live in a bustling area in a big city and parking outside the building is costly. I really like my neighbors despite us not interacting much and their son is an adorable little fellow, so I told them they could borrow my garage indefinitely. That was two years ago. I rarely have friends with cars visits, yay for good public transportation, and I've never asked for my parking back in all this time. I'm sure at this point they feel like I've somewhat committed to learning it permanently, maybe gifting it, and here's where we run into problems. My mom has been having health issues and she's been coming into the city for exams. She lives an hour and a half away and since parking is so expensive, she would like to use my garage. Her physician referred her to a specialist a couple of blocks from where I live, so it would save a lot on parking leaving her car here. So I asked for my parking pass back for an indeterminate while. My neighbors are distraught because their kid needs weekly sessions and have said my priorities are out of whack. According to them, my mum is only coming sporadically and on random days so I shouldn't hog the spot just in case she wants it. To be fair, she cancels as many appointments as she makes and is very off and on, a whole different issue. Nor is her condition life-threatening, whereas their kiddo is still dependent on physical therapy to walk. I've since been chastised by different neighbors and I'm getting nasty looks from even the doorman the atmosphere around is definitely hostile and i'm uncomfortable running into anyone in the halls or elevators i know the spot is legally mine but i'm wondering if morally i crossed the line here and there is an edit to this one where op makes their own judgment on themselves which we'll cover in a minute after a few of the comments but as much as i have empathy for a family who's going through these struggles you know in the end you was kind enough and gracious enough to give them that to give them that spot in the first place and allow them to use it for, for such a long period of time. And it's probably they probably have got so used to it by now, they almost do claim that as theirs. And where that family does become the arsehole to me is they've clearly spoken to other neighbors about this issue as well and painted you as the bad guy, even though you gave them this parking spot to begin with. So you're definitely not the arsehole in my opinion. You've done something absolutely wonderful and you had it thrown back in your face. I wouldn't feel guilty for taking that spot back, especially after what they have done but assist pure says it's your spot you should not have asked for my pass back you should have informed them you need your spot back they should be grateful for what you had graciously allowed them to use not acting entitled to your things and lesh says not the arsehole you pay for the parking space you can do whatever you want with it i'll resolve this now before you can't park your own car in your space i had a similar issue with a neighbor using my space without permission and i made sure it was resolved before i eventually got my own car And Keller M says, Not the arsehole, you pay for the parking space. It belongs to you. It sounds like you haven't been charging the neighbors when they're using your space. Something you say others in your building do, which is kind. It is completely reasonable to take your space back for the time being. If you're looking for a compromise, PT is usually on a very reliable schedule. Find out what day and time the kid has PT. You could give them the pass for that specific day each week, then get it back the evening once the PT has left explain to them that this is a courtesy and if that and if there is a day when pt and your mum's appointments overlap you'll need the pastor that day this prioritizes your needs while possibly still allowing some flexibility for them as well you aren't morally obligated to do this i'm just offering a suggestion that may smooth the waters and assuage the guilt you're starting to feel and Royal Number says, not the arsehole, so I would take my spot back immediately, if for no other reason that you initially allowed them to use it at the goodness of your heart. But years after charging them zero and having no change in your association with them, you find that you need the spot for your mother, for whatever reason, and they chose to chastise you to involve everyone in their campaign to disparage you. No, nope, nobody, hell no. They are not entitled to your parking spot, and their child's disability is not your responsibility. And we'll have one more from Bright Day saying, Not the asshole. it sounds like the neighbours have been telling stories to the others to make you look bad, exaggerating the situation. You own the space and you were gracious enough to let them use it. Their behaviour is so entitled and out of line. An OP did reply to this one saying, I don't think they have exaggerated. It's a super tight-knit community and they probably just vented to someone and people are taking their side spontaneously. I don't blame them at all because it's super frustrating to come to rely on something and suddenly have it change, much less in a pandemic. And you know, it just shows how good OP is in the situation that they're still, you know, backing them up even after everything they've done. But I think they are very, very entitled to go and talk to other people and, and whether they're meaning to do it or not, they're still getting people to take their side and look on you negatively, which you don't deserve after being so good. And OP's edit was, guys, I'm voting myself the asshole here for not thinking I could compromise. It hadn't occurred to me that I could coordinate with them and mum properly to keep everyone happy, so thanks for that. And everyone saying I'm a doormat, maybe so, but it makes me happier when everyone can be accommodated, so that's that. Thank you all for your judgments. And now we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Bunny. Am I the arsehole for not opening the door to an obviously unwanted and creepy neighbor? Sorry for formats, I'm on mobile. For context, I currently stay with my partner, but sadly, his place comes with a creepy, noisy nuisance called neighbor. His neighbor is an elderly dude who asks for help for even the simplest things, despite being fully capable of doing it himself. In his eyes, every neighbor in this house has to cater to him. Doesn't matter whether they're asleep, don't feel well, don't have the time or just simply don't want to be around him at the moment but if you want him to turn down the music at 3am nope, you have to mind him but he won't give a single flip-flop about you having to work at 5am he sees me and treats me like a literal fuckable and pretends he's not like that and whatnot around my partner though his gropey hand gestures around me beg to differ if you don't want to open the door he'll basically stalk you by listening for even a little sound at the door and waits till you open it he damn knows he's an unwelcome guest to us, especially after literally demanding my partner who was grieving the death of his best friend to deep clean the stairs, although they were clean. Now to the part that makes me sort of feel like an asshole: He rang the bell 27 effing times. I opened the door to tell him I'm busy with work and that I feel bad. Migraine after work, yay, and that he needs to stop ringing the doorbell when no one opens because people are busy or want to be left alone. I was busy fixing someone's Nintendo Switch and I told him one mistake and I can pay this dude with a new Switch. He murmured something and gestured gropings again, but this time his hands came towards me, so I shut the door in his face. I was genuinely scared because my partner is at work and I'm all alone. For a minute it was quiet and then he started nailing nails into the floor of his apartment. After that, he proceeds to ring the doorbell for many times again. He yelled that it's super unfriendly of me not to help him out and how such a cute female be such a bitch. Despite knowing I'm busy and that I don't feel well. Now he tramples around his apartment like an elephant yelling and moaning super inappropriate stuff about me. I called my partner for help and he told me I shouldn't have shut the door in his face despite his attempt to grope me and my partner knowing that he's super creepy towards me. Am I the asshole? Now I'm not too clued up on laws and things like that, but surely you can get him done for harassment if he keeps knocking on your door constantly and being an absolute nuisance and trying to grope you as well. I would absolutely get that filed if you can, or at least document everything down. And your boyfriend is also a huge arsehole in this situation too, to play it down when he knows what you've been going through. And I spotted the comment a moment ago which it was quite shocking and I'll point it out in a second. So we'll start off with D money 100 saying, not the arsehole, report his inappropriate and obnoxious ass. Why do you even need to be told this? I wouldn't put up with it for 30 minutes, much less any longer length of time you've had to deal with it. ETA, I do also mean this about the partner if you're in as much danger slash if this neighbor is really bad and rude why are you putting up with it They're not standing with you and then op replies to this and this is the one that I was like what my partner knows about the danger but also knows we have a pan hanging next to the door for this very reason he does not agree we have to move away though so your partner knows and you have this pan hanging next to your door for this very reason this very guy you're so concerned that you have a pan hanging next to your door and your partner's not concerned and thinks you shouldn't have shut the door in his face i mean what the hell is that about And Wonder Fluffin says, hey, not the arsehole and you should document whatever you can about this dude if you stay there. There's a red flag I really want to bring to attention. This dude groping you, sexual assault. A lot of people get fussy when you use the phrase, but if he continues to try and touch you without your consent in a sexual way and is moaning gross things about you to cause you stress, his intent is clear. And your partner policing you over how you should handle someone who tried to grope you is awful and needs a long discussion at best. At worst, you may want to just boot your dude and find a new one. Why is your sweetheart still appeasing this awful, gropey, manipulative, disgusting man? No partner should ever get upset if their loved one slams the door to avoid being sexually assaulted. What the fuck? You deserve better. And you deserve to get away from that atrocious neighbor. I'm so sorry you're handling this, OP. And then edits and says, a frying pan. A frying pan by the door to beat this man. And you slamming the door closed is not okay. So your boyfriend is okay with you giving this dude head trauma, but putting down a hard boundary is a no-go. Oh honey, you need to leave. The apartment and the man. I am so sorry. And Guardian Boy says not the arsehole. I suggest the following steps. One, report his attempted assault to the police. You don't know if that was his intention or not. Two, file a restraining order. Three, if you're not armed already, maybe change that. And we know about the frying pan. And Cup and Handle says, Not the arsehole, I'd report a video on your cell phone of all the noise he's intentionally making and the things he's calling you. And call the cops if you feel threatened. And Crocubot says, Not the arsehole, also your boyfriend sounds like an idiot. And we have one more from Don't Trust It saying, Not the arsehole, just because he's elderly doesn't mean he can't be a perverted arsehole. File a nuisance complaint for noise and harassment. And now, let's move on to the next story. And this next story is from I Have A Fish. Am I the arsehole for not paying the medical bills for my neighbor's cat? Let me start off by giving the details. My backyard is completely fenced with a metal six foot high fence and so is my neighbors. I have a three-year-old husky, they have a cat. My dog has full 24-7 access to my backyard through the use of a doggy door for two years now. We've had no issues before. Every now and then, my neighbor's cat would be sitting on top of the fence and my dog would bark at it, but the cat would run off. Not really an issue. So now we're at the part where I'm being accused of being an arsehole, a terrible person, and my neighbor is rallying up the whole block against me. That cat came through my doggy door. My dog was alerted within seconds and reacted way faster than I ever could. The cat did receive some damage, but I managed to save it from my dog. I then rushed it to the neighbors and I drove them to the vet. They didn't have a car. The cat was okay, hurt, but okay. I brought them home and as I was saying my goodbyes and giving my condolences, they asked about medical expenses. I have pet insurance for my own dog, so I had reassurance that I'd be able to afford my own animal's medical expenses. I wasn't financially prepared to handle someone else's. And I told my neighbors this, but they told me I'm at fault because it was my dog who attacked their cat. I failed to see how it was my fault as the animal was trespassing in my own home and my dog was reacting because its territory was being infiltrated. They said some choice words, but I ended up refusing to pay by saying, I'm not paying for your cat's medical bills, forget it, and I walked away. Other neighbors are now giving me dirty looks, and I just don't feel welcomed here. I do plan on replacing my doggy door with an electronic one that will only open for my dog, so I'm not ignoring the issue. I just don't think I'm to blame, especially when I did what I could to help. So, am I the asshole? Now, I'm a big fan of both dogs, as I say, we've got Poppy here, and cats, like the random cat that comes into our house through a cat flap. Luckily, Poppy isn't an aggressive dog. I'm not sure she'd be able to handle this cat anyway, even if it did attack, but I think Opie was totally right in this situation. That The cat came into their house walked into their house and you know was very gracious uh, in taking them to the vet and all that sort of thing afterwards but uh, i'm afraid the cat went in their house so you can't be responsible for that but crazy cat lady 5000 says not the arsehole i love cats have three myself but this cat came into your home they should just be thankful that their cat is alive that's what happens when people let their cats roam around the neighborhood you run the risk of your cat getting hurt and the 13 says not the arsehole you know if their pet damaged your pet they would do the same thing while your dog did damage their cat the cat was not only in your yard but it also came in your house cat people need to learn to contain their cats a basic fence is not enough and in the city it's probably better to be an inside cat and the judgy witch says and quote, i'm at fault because it was my dog who attacked their cat and then says, not the arsehole, I have cats and love them very much, so it's upsetting to hear their pet was hurt, but their cat was somewhere it wasn't meant to be. That's not your fault at all. I wouldn't be surprised if your neighbor is omitting certain facts in their story, either when speaking to neighbors. They are likely just saying your dog attacked their cat and skipping the part where their cat went into your home. And Gunny Hunty says, not the arsehole, all pet cats should be indoor cats and owners that let them roam outside are bad pet owners. The cat invaded your dog's territory and the dog responded like dogs do. You're 100% not responsible for the damage caused by negligence. And C. Ching says, not the asshole. I am 100% a cat person. Cats shouldn't be allowed outside. It's my fault if the cat gets out and anything that results from that is also my own damn fault, Period. And Hopelessly Lost says, not the asshole, but I doubt your neighbor is telling everyone a story that sees you in a favorable way. I wouldn't be surprised if they entirely left out the fact that the cat came into your house when telling the story. People tend to leave out the details that makes them think people will take another side. An Anthrop Octopus says, not the arsehole, domestic cats should never be allowed outside unsupervised. The cat entered your house. Cats are not stupid, they're actually very intelligent. The cat could smell your dog at the very least. It knew your dog was there. The cat owners need to be educated in cat care. Now I'm very curious about something here, about like what's like in the US versus the UK. In the UK, many cat owners, and I'm very much generalizing here from what I've seen like around me in this particular area that I live in, is that there's lots of outside cats as you know, we've got a cat that comes into, I walked through my cat flap because it broke it, and now it just comes in and out of the place. I don't mind so much. I don't mind the cat. It's all right. (laughs) I like its attitude. I like its attitude towards me. (laughs) And it it just got me thinking because the comments in here, a lot of people saying, oh no, cats should be inside. They should be inside all the time. I do wonder what it's like in the US. Is there a lot of outside cats? Is it the same in the UK or or is the attitude towards it totally different? And most cats are like kept inside. Let me know your thoughts on that one. I'll be very, very, curious about that and once again thank you so much for your for your time today for listening to a story with me a few stories with me about nightmare neighbors i had to itch that nightmare neighbor scratch right there and i know they're pretty much all not the asshole in this in these stories but i always find it fascinating to read the stories anyway and absolutely love you guys getting involved what do you guys think about today's stories by the way And i know i keep saying it but Seeing as I'm like full-time YouTube now, I'm going to be raising that new subreddit soon so we can get your nightmare neighbor stories which I'm super excited about and we can get a community Sunday going again. What do you think about that? (laughs) Thank you so much for your love, support and time. And if you would like to support the channel further, no pressure to do so. Never any pressure to do so. Please hit that join button down below for YouTube or click the link in the description for Patreon and join in up there. We are doing a members video every Saturday at the moment, so it'd be great to have you involved in those too. Thank you so much for your love, your time and your support. And I will see you, you cheeky so-and-so, <laughs> in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.